Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. crown topic of the day we started the show talking about the new york mets and it's abundantly clear to me bt that brandon nimmo is the leader of this team he had some great quotes and comments that he made to the new york post on their podcast called the show with joel sherman and john Heyman, just to give them credit and you know nimmo he's shown this since he's been here with the Mets, but maybe now more than ever, ready to take that next step. I, I believe that the personalities, the big personalities of Pete Alonso and Francisco Lindor have gotten in the way of Nimmo being the true leader and the eventual captain of this team. But for this team to have the ultimate success moving forward, their core group, Nimmo's got to be the guy to be the clear leader and eventually be named the captain of the New York Mets. You know I, you know, we have a lot of fun here. You know at the end of the day, no matter how loud we get and how much we battle, you know that I respect where you come from, yeah, right? You, yeah. you, you know that. Of course, yeah. What you just said is absolutely meaningless to me. It's meaningless to me. Because unless they get real talent, it doesn't matter. Um, this is not hockey. This is not a middle linebacker who's going to rally 10 other guys coming out of a tuddle or get a you know fourth and goal stop. It's I'm not saying that leadership doesn't matter a little bit in baseball, but you know, generally talent, a more cyclical lineup can cover up for a lack of leadership or maybe more directly. And this I do think that you're absolutely accurate with. I do think that the leadership spotlight has been a little diverted because of Pete's presence and he's the best player, but he's not really a great mm-hmm. leader. So it's not me knocking Nimmo, and it's certainly not me knocking your point. It's me, I think, adding a level of context to your point. They're not good. Right, but don't you think last year they lacked leadership? I do. Don't you think I, yeah. the clubhouse, the chemistry, all that stuff, it's been reported. Don't you think that that's a bit of an issue? I do. Don't I, you think that they've shown a soft core Yes. Getting pounded by the Braves, never responding now, two years removed from that. And the that. Padres. I do. I do. I think that's why Buck was fired. I think you can make a real case that if Buck was, and we had Buck on yesterday, and, and we've got great respect for Buck, mm-hmm. but Buck was asleep last year. He just was. He wasn't, he wasn't, he looked old. He, he projected tired. And when the Mets, and I say that with all due respect, I, I really mean that. When the Mets needed a kick in the ass, there was no player to do it. And Buck seemed either reluctant or unable to do it for the players who weren't doing it. So maybe Mendoza has a different energy. Maybe that opens up Nimmo. Maybe that opens up Pete. Maybe that opens up Lindor. But until that base of talent is 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 you know is picking up, they're they're going to be what they are. I, I feel like Nimmo's got to be the guy. You heard Tommy fans Tommy Fam's comments after he got traded away from the Mets. 
Nimmo could be the guy to get this team to follow his lead and get them to work hard. I just worry about him being able to do that with the presence of Alonzo. Lindor as well, but Lindor's not going anywhere. With Petey's in his walk here, who knows? Maybe the Mets do, in fact, need to move on from Alonzo so they could clear that path for, for Nimmo. But I think it's imperative. I understand, you know... You want to get talent. Obviously, the Mets need more talent. They're not on par with the Dodgers, Yankees, Braves, Phillies, even Astros, whatever, the top teams. They're not there. But I really believe part of their issue is their lack of leadership, lack of maturity. Nimmo is that guy. They just have to let him fully be himself, whether it's Mendoza that needs to let him say that, whether it's Pete that needs to take a step back and acknowledge while he may be their best player, he's not their leader. He doesn't have those characteristics. It's not his thing. Not a knock on him. It's just the reality. Nimmo's the guy. He's special in that regard. He's not a special player, good player, but mm-hmm. he's special in his characteristics, his leadership abilities. And for them to succeed at the highest of levels moving forward, they need Nimmo to take that role of being a leader. BT and Sal on the fan, 877-337-6666. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Chris is calling from Staten Island. What's up, Chris? What's going on, guys? How are you, Chris? I'm good. How are you? This is mostly for for Sal. BT is the Yankee fan. Sal, before you had this today, when has Nimmo ever been a leader? When has he ever been spoke about as any type of leader, <clears throat> either through the clubhouse or the, the media? That's never been him. He's not a rah-rah that, guy. That's not true. You, yeah, it, there's, there's a, that, first of all, that's inaccurate. Second of all, it doesn't need. To, you don't need to be a rah-rah guy. If you've been paying attention, matter of fact, I said it last year. There are three guys who could be the leader of this team. One, Alonzo, he's not. Two, Lindor, for some reason, he's not. Three, Nimmo, and the issue with Nimmo is that he doesn't have the cachet as a player that the other two have. So if you're paying attention, this is not out of nowhere, Chris. Okay, so trading, so trading P, what is that going to do for this team in the future? Well, if you're not going to, if you're not going to extend or bring back P, a, a, a star player, homegrown guy, what was, the, what was the point of Cohen getting this team? You might as well just, just trade everybody. They're all the same age. Nimmo, Lindor, Alonso. They're all in their age 30 season. So if you're going to let Pete walk in his, in his walk you're not, here, you know, you hold, hold, well hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're not going to let him walk, and it's also a different argument. You either trade him and you get something back for him, obviously something good, you're not giving him away, or you let the season play out and you try to bring him back. And then you may risk letting him walk if he goes to a, a team that pays more than you think he's worth, like the Mets did with DeGrom. And by the way, that doesn't right, mean that the Mets are going to sell the team and fold up. They'll be better off for it eventually. But how are you better off, how are you better off for it telling your fans, we can't keep, this was the problem with the Wolfons, you couldn't keep your superstar players. So now you have this this owner, this billionaire owner, is going to say, you know what? We're not going to have a guy who might be a Hall of Famer. We're not going to bring him back. Pete Alonso's not. Have, Pete Alonso's uh, not a Hall of Famer. And by the way, Chris, do you think the Mets can't bring him back? I, I'm, I'm. You guys are saying they shouldn't. That's what right. But that's say. a. But that's a different story. And thank you for the call again. That's a different story. There's a. There's a different story between saying they should trade Pete Alonso. Now I think for a different reason. I want to clear. And by the way, you, I said this before, you may not have to trade Pete Alonso, but somebody's got to let him know that Brandon Nimmo is the leader and the captain of this team and let him fully blossom into that. It's his team. Like it or not, this is Brandon Nimmo's team. Okay. See, to me, that, that, that rise to leadership should be a natural ascension. If you truly are inherently built to be that leader that that you believe Nimmo is built to be, 
Like, I don't think that it's incumbent upon, even though I said maybe Mendoza could unlock him, but I don't think it's like the manager or another player or Steve Cohen or anybody to kind of create the template for Brandon Nimmo to more effectively lead. I just think that it rises to the top organically. Well, it's, we're getting there. He's there now. He's uh, there based now. Based on what? Yeah, but the, based on his actions, based on his words. Now, the problem is, is how is Pete going to handle that? Well, here's my response. Who cares? Right, well, but, that, but that's Pete. what I'm saying. But Who that's cares what I'm saying? how Pete responds to it? Well, Pete's Who really gonna, cares Pete, how Pete responds to it? Pete's going to care. Well, then Pete's got to go. He, well, bingo. I mean, Pete's going to care. Well, maybe if Pete cared so much, he should flex the leadership. Because if he did, and he's a, he's a, he's a very good player, don't don't twist what I'm saying. But the reason this conversation is being had today, some of Nimmo's comments yesterday, uh-huh. which I thought were interesting, our conversation with a buck yesterday, which I thought was interesting, though I don't think he was very, you know, very truthful yeah. with certain things. But we read past it. We interpreted it. You know, the, the backdrop with Alonzo maybe being dealt, the stuff with the Brewers last year. Like, we're not just pulling this up out of thin air, but... If Pete Alonso doesn't like it, well, then maybe Pete Alonso's got to change the way he actually, you know, comports himself day to day. I, I mean, Pete, if, if Pete doesn't like it, tough. Well, I'm just saying that there's certain – Pete's got a powerful presence. Nobody's going to dismiss that. And if Nimmo can't truly be comfortable to be himself and call the guys out, including Pete or Lindor, then that's a problem. What do you think would happen – and I know it's a guess, mm-hmm. right? Let's say – see, because Pete never doesn't hustle. That's not an issue. No, and he plays every day. He's That's not there the issue. every day, and he hits bombs, and he represents the Mets very well. Um, what? So I guess if if Nimmo's reluctant to further expand his 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 leadership reach, all right, I guess it's because maybe there's some possible repercussions or pushback from either Pete or Lindor. Okay. Well, just knowing their presence, I'm not saying direct pushback okay, from those guys. Okay, well, then you work around it. I mean, it, well, it, maybe, I maybe he gets to that point. Yeah. And if not, that's my point. If not, bottom line is for this team to have the ultimate success, Nimmo's got to be the leader and the captain of this team. I don't care how they get there. I don't care if Pete has to suck it up, Lindor has to suck it up. If Pete has to go, that's what has to happen. That, to me, is more important than anything else that Pete could provide. Now, the caller was bringing up a different point as far as saying, how are the Mets ever going to survive without Pete Alonso? As you brought up before, the Braves could survive without Freddie Freeman. The Mets could survive yeah. without Jacob DeGrom. I'm like, it happens. Teams lose great players all the time. It happens all the, the time, the especially Islanders, now. The Islanders got better when they lost Tavares. How are the Islanders going to maintain a franchise without Tavares if he goes to Toronto because he wants to sleep in his uh, Maple Leaf uh, PJs? They survive. Look and at they the Knicks without Carmelo. Whatever. Not that long ago. Bingo. You get caught up in the moment. I know it hurts. Nobody's saying that you want Pete Alonso to go, but if it's for the betterment of the team – and I think there's multiple reasons why it might be yep, that case yep. right now, then you have to consider it. Now, think about this. Like, And I've used two names because, to me, these are the two greatest captains, leaders in my lifetime, New York sports history. Again, my, well, my lifetime, my history. Messier, Hernandez. Right. Those are the two. So Brandon Nimmo could be equal parts Mess and equal parts Hernandez, and it's still not going to impact the team enough. Because Hernandez came here in 83, and the Mets were awful, and he played with them half the season, but he didn't have players around them. You know, Doc uh, Darryl had just gotten up. You didn't have Gary. You didn't have Ray Knight. You didn't have Tim Tuffle. You didn't have, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of other pieces. So I guess what I'm saying is leadership is tricky. Y- you can provide it, 
But if you don't have the the horses, where are you going to lead them to? Leo is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Leo? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm a big fan. You guys are the best. Let me tell you, you guys are really great. And I'm a big Yankee fan, but, like, Sal, when you said, like, you don't know why Lindor is not the leader, like, you, you should, maybe you know, but you're not saying it, but you, you should know because this guy, two years ago, him and Bias booed fans. They were batting a combined 225. They were batting a combined 270 and swinging at 50 for mm-hmm. curveballs and booing the fans. Well, there's an issue there, thing. obviously. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter what yeah. the reason is. The reality is their two yeah. best players, Lind- Lindor and Alonzo, aren't leaders. Yeah. Nimmo is. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, another thing, last year, I don't know, two, uh, last year when Stroman was screaming at the Mets dugout, and then some guy in the clubhouse reportedly said, I don't know what that guy has against us. We didn't do anything wrong to him. He remains anonymous. No, as a leader, you say your name, and yep. you say where that's coming from, and you say, I'm Pete Alonzo. We didn't do anything to that guy. That guy's just a head case. That's how you build leadership in the clubhouse, and that's how you build a team, not guys booing fans making for a $40 million a year. Mm. That's why the Mets have no culture, and that's why – that's why, like, like firing Buck, like, what's that going to do? I don't understand. Like, what, like, if anything, Buck is your, was your only hope. No. If anything. No, Buck because- had a goalie. I think we're halfway there, and thank you for the call as far as where we agree. I think the Mets haven't had that leader step forward. I think they have it on their team in Nimmo. I disagree. I think it was time for Buck to go. Even though, Me too. Even Me though, too. BT, like, as we told him yesterday, I would have liked to have seen him finish the story here you got a three-year contract one very good one very bad there are reasons why he's not here anymore and it's not because of the results of last year i would have liked to have seen a third year but he didn't earn it you know it went so so bad so fast that you almost felt like you had to make a move i would have liked to have you know that that final scoreboard all right three years right two really good years one bad what's the outlier We, we don't really know unless mendoza comes in with pretty much the same roster and has a very competitive, successful playoff season, then I think we can say that it was it was mostly Buck's fault or maybe more Buck's fault than some people want to admit. But, yeah, they needed a change. Uh, it, it just felt stale, with all due respect to the great Buck. Love him. It felt stale. Nicole and Ron Conkama. Hi, Nicole. Hey, Sal. How are you? Good. How are you? I have a question. Yeah. Nicole, can I just ask my partner a question here? What's with the change in voice as you, as you say hello to the female? I know Nicole. We happen to be oh, okay. she was an overnight caller no, as well. Say, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. You know? yeah. I hear Jerry up in the Bronx. Hello, Jerry. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Sound no, it's Jerry's in the Bronx. Yeah. Hi, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Nicole. What's up, you? Nicole? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Sal, I didn't think I could possibly disagree with uh, take, uh, one of your takes more than I did with the Kelsey Taylor Swift take, but... Um, this one, yeah. Yeah, he's been I'm wacky this week, Nicole. I don't understand. You should be with me. Travis Kelsey's not being a great boyfriend. No, Taylor Swift is an independent woman, and quite possibly the most successful woman will, woman will ever see in our lifetime. Mm. She doesn't need him there, and also she's not going to respect him for walking away from his team to be by her side. Oh, Come on, man, God. that's, that's oh, right, Nicole. You no, tell. That's you pathetic. Tell. You, you, you lay down the lady law. Yeah. Okay. Check him. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but my point. I agree with BT on this one. I have to. Here's the thing. Pete's a dork. I would trade him in a second, okay? Wow! Wow! Print it off! I've always felt that way. He's given me cringe vibes since the tearing off the jerseys and the humping, and he did that other stunt where he made up some fake batting coat. It's just, he's, no. He's not a guy I want to have a beer with. You know what I mean? Mm, So Interesting. But, 
That being said, nor is Brandon Nimmo. He's a, he's a square. I don't think he's got the, you know, the guy doesn't even curse. He does, I don't think he's got that oomph you need as a team leader. I do think that they have leaders. I think he's a leader. I think Lindor is a leader. I think Edwin Diaz is a leader. But I don't think he's the guy. He just doesn't give me that vibe. Interesting. I'm all about team chemistry. Don't get me wrong. I think getting rid of Pete, not a bad idea at all. But Nimmo's not the guy. I'm actually surprised that you're call. saying, Nicole, and respect the call there. Thank you very much for that. that kind of an in-between right there where she disagrees, but... She disagrees with the leader part, but but agrees with trading Pete, which is in the minority, which I respect greatly. She laid it out pretty well. It's a good call. I, I I think she's onto something. Not that I'm gonna get into all Pete's behaviors, but like those are mm-hmm. things that he's done that yeah. give you that like a bit. frat house vibe, not leader. Now I'm surprised to see you know, just because Nimmo's not flipping tables or cursing guys out at least publicly doesn't mean that he can't be a leader. Is Nimmo? I almost hate to inject this because I, I'm definitely a person of faith, but. Is Nimmo overly religious? I believe he is. I I, I asked that because I, I don't believe, know. I but believe, I believe he is yeah. as well. And I don't know about overly religious. He's religious. I think. yeah. Maybe that's not a good yeah, way to right, frame it. Or right. I mean, yeah, yeah, not overly, but um, outwardly. I believe maybe is, is really what I meant to yeah. say, which I respect. Yeah. But when you've got a diverse locker room with so many different faiths and beliefs and socioeconomic backgrounds, and it's a mixed bag. I don't think religion plays great in a locker room if it's front and center. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I try to stay out of that stuff, but I, I do feel like we've heard about his faith or maybe he referenced it at certain points. To me, to each their own, whatever you to want. To be clear, yeah. I respect it. No, I got I a cross right, saying, over, right, right over yeah. my heart every day. Uh, I've been wearing this since the day yeah. I got engaged. I, I, I get it. I'm I, saying and I know how it works in the world of sports. Not everybody yeah. wants to hear it. And generally, people who are outwardly re- religious don't curse. Uh, and let's face it, it's a locker room. 30 guys, man. You're gonna throw. You're gonna tell some off-color jokes. Yeah. You're gonna throw some words around. Then, if and, and forget about Nimmo, a, a player that does not partake in that. While I respect it, it's a little tough to be the guy if you're isolated from that stuff that's been done in locker rooms for forever. Here's the bottom line: the the players, while they like Pete, they don't look up to him as a leader in the clubhouse. And I'm not. It's not a knock on him. It's just the reality of the situation. All right. We'll come back and discuss which man would you rather have a beer with, Pete Alonso or Brandon Nimmo? Plus, more I'll take calls. Doc and Daryl, by the way. Yeah, well, I mean. Uh, the old Doc and Daryl. Doc all day long. Uh- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, all right, BT and Sal on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. Time for another giveaway right now. Be caller number 13 at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a hand and stone massage and facial spa gift card. Love, pamper, repeat this Valentine's Day at your local hand and stone massage and facial spa. Get a free massage or facial gift card when you buy a spa package. Visit any one of their 80 New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut area hand and stone locations. Nice giveaway right there, especially ahead of Valentine's Day. Uh, a week from uh, today, as a matter of fact, right? Yeah, one week from today. Today's Valentine's Day. One quick note, BT, before Mm -hmm. we get back to the Mets calls here. We never or very rarely discuss hockey. Actually, big happenings here with the Rangers. Let's go for it. You see this all-star? Just a quick mention here because it's it's definitely noteworthy. Shesterkin, obviously, named to the all-star team this year, even though he's had a down year. Hey, this is January. He was the worst goal against in the league. Yeah, he's been bad. Rangers been good overall. How's he an all-star? So, well, Well, it's based off of last year. At the start. Yeah, but even so, he's never been vintage Shesterkin this year. Mm -hmm. Anyway, comes back, first game, Jonathan Quick starts. Yes. Against the Avalanche. Quick does very well. Saw that. And most people are saying, all right, probably because, you know, Shesterkin had a long weekend away. We'll see what happens. Who's the first goal, goalie out today ahead of their game tonight against the Lightning? Shesterkin, mm. historically, better against the Lightning. Jonathan Quick Ooh. has been named the starter for tonight. <laughs> now, and it's mm. I guess the reason was he's going to do more work with the goalie coach, Shesterkin. But I don't I don't think there's a goalie controversy. Rangers cannot win a Stanley Cup with Jonathan Quick in net. How old is Quick? Uh, About. Good, if, uh, good like question. I, I have no idea. Like he's, he's, he's got a he's played well years this year. under his belt. I know he's put up some good numbers this year. But. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, he's been one of the great goaltenders of all time. He's, he was, he's done well for the Rangers as a backup this year, but they obviously can't win the cup with yeah. Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Point is, that is a gutsy move wow. out of the shoot, basically, you know, second half of the season, going with now Jonathan Quick as the uh, starter here for the second straight game. I respect it. It tells yeah. you how it tells you there's urgency right there. Yeah, I mean, Rangers still are in first place in the division here. I'm trying to just look up how old Quick is, and for some reason, I, I didn't get the. Uh, that's exact a, that's info a gutsy there. move. Yeah. I mean, it's like there is no well, equivalent because they think about it, your ace pitcher. You know, you can always shuffle. He's 38. 38. You'd always shuffle the rotation, still going to get the ball. Obviously, starting quarterback, that's the, it's the really only only comp there. But you sit down, your goalie. <sighs> Matter of fact, I did the WFA and Daily podcast with Vince Mercagliano, who covers the Rangers, does a great job for USA Today. He was on for a half hour just spitting out information left and right. And even during that, it was still, we taped it yesterday and we released it today. I'm like, yeah, there's no controversy. Like, we both acknowledge they need Shesterkin to be the starter. He's going to be the starter moving forward. They need to figure it out. And the reason is, he, the, the reason for Shesterkin's struggles, according to Vince, confidence. So that's the shaky thing. If confidence is an issue with Igor, beats himself up after he gives up a goal, mm. wears it, can't let it go. Yep. If confidence is an issue. Is this the wrong move? Whoa, you you dent his confidence even more. That's interesting because you talk about the psychology of a slump. Now, if he wasn't putting the work in, and, and nobody's remotely saying that, 
uh, or if mechanically he had to tweak up some thing or, or tighten up some things and tweak a few things, that's one thing. But if it's fully, or in their opinion, fully derived from an absence of confidence, I don't know, getting sent to the bench for a guy who's a couple of years away from 40. Uh, even if it's for a short time. I understand it, it could either work very positively or it could make that even worse. They'll probably just try to work we'll him back in, yep. give him a start as, as the backup, and if he plays well, maybe transition back. All right, BT and Sal. Um, the fan Rob is calling from Westchester. What's up, Rob? Hey, Rob. Hey, What's happening, guys, buddy? Go ahead, Rob. Uh, look. Yep. Hey, BT. Hey. So, guys, look, I was alerted to this conversation uh, from my friend's group text. They said, Sal is taking a you-know-what on Pete, oh, God. and he wants him out. And I've been listening to you, Sal. Listen, listen, man. I love you, dude. I love listening to you guys. You're letting down a lot of Mets fans, and here's why. Um, let me not violate you and not say why. When you say we should trade Pete, he's not a leader. Who is the alternative that we can get, that we will get to replace that? Because, dude, we're not talking about Nimmo replacing a 270 hitter. That's a, you know, he sprints, falls out. That's replaceable, in my opinion. Replacing a guy who's, what, 29 in his prime, who's hitting 50 bombs, 40 bombs, you know, getting all the – majority of the team's RBIs, how in the world are we going to replace that? Who cares if the guy isn't, you know, doing what Aaron judges in front of the microphone? The guy loves the Mets. The Mets fans love him. That, to me, is a leader in itself. I don't know what he's doing in the locker room, but... It's not I mean, that he. It's yeah, not that he's. On. It's not. No, hold on. I'm trying to educate you, and I'm not picking Pete apart. I'm not ripping Pete. So do me a favor, Rob, and thank you for the call. And just listen to what I'm saying here. I'm not saying Pete's a bad guy or what he's doing in the clubhouse or all that. What I'm saying is he's not the leader, and maybe because of his presence, it's preventing their true leader, Brandon Nimmo, to step forward, which I think can make the team better if Nimmo was the true leader and captain of this team. If Pete was okay with taking a backseat, then I'm all for it. Obviously, Pete's production is great. Now, I'm not the one who didn't extend Pete Alonso. They haven't. I'm not the one that put Pete Alonso on the trade block last year. They did. You do the math here. And they need to change the core. You could... You can love, Mets fans can love their guys. That's fine. Nimmo, McNeil, Lindor, Alonzo. They're not good enough. That core isn't good enough. It's not anywhere good enough. They're not A, talented enough, B, mature enough. And they failed. That's what I'm saying. You need to change it up. Now, how are you going to replace that? I got a name for you. Juan Soto. That's one. By the way, if you do trade Pete, you get something back. I'm not saying, BT, that that's what I would do, and I'm not saying that that's what they're going to do. I still believe Pete Alonzo will be a lifelong Met. I still believe they're going to play this out. Pete will have a great year. They'll come to some sort of agreement between $200 and $250 million to extend Pete Alonzo, and that will be the case. doesn't mean they're gonna, it's going to be the best thing for him, but that will be the case. By the way, enough with the Pete loves the Met stuff. Like, what do you think? Teammates are going to say, what do you think Pete's going to say publicly? Mm-hmm. Or you think he's going to say he hates the Mets? Pete, look at the actions. He wants the most money. Maybe he prefers it from the Mets. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe somebody else is going to give him the most money. And then you'll see how much the beloved Pete Alonso loves the Mets. Let's see. Like I said, I know Aaron Judge loves the Yankees. You know why? The Giants, the Padres, they offered him more money, and he's still a Yankee. Mm-hmm. I want to see if somebody else offers Pete the most money if he comes back to the Mets. And if he does, I'll eat my words. I mean, that would be really interesting. Um, business 101, for Pete to do anything other than 
publicly express his, his love to remain a Met and, and his interest in remaining with the Mets will be incredibly foolish. Now, he might very well want to stay here. He might love New York. We've heard different things. I don't know. I've, I've heard a couple different things, but I don't, I don't know enough to really go with it hard, so I'll just say I don't really know, although I, I will tell you I've heard conflicting things with that, all right? And hiring Scott Boris, what does that usually indicate? <clears throat> well, yep, yep, for sure. But I think Pete is no dummy, and I know Boris is absolutely no dummy. So for them to for, – for Pete to even remotely – alienate the Mets right now would be a financial crime against himself because the more he says, I want to be a Met, I love New York, the more Nimmo says this and other guys have his back on the team, then the more pressure the Mets feel to keep him. And when you feel pressure, the bigger check that you write. What I'm saying is there's multiple ways to build the team. Freddie Freeman left the Braves. How are they doing? Look pretty good to me. Uh, Bryce Harper left the Nationals the first year he's gone, mm. they win the World Series. Great example. We didn't bring that up before. Carlos Correa, all right, he's not a top five, top ten player, and he's had some injury history, right? But it was he was a high draft choice. He won a championship with the Astros. He was obviously a massive piece of their fabric. He's gone. How are the Astros? How they do, pretty good. How the Astros do without Springer, without Garrett Cole? Yes, they, there you go. It's a long list. There's a lot of examples throughout Major League Baseball history. This one's different because it impacts you, and it's more personal. We respect that. We get it. But there's other sides of the coin. I understand it completely, and I'm begging you to listen to what I'm saying. This is not an anti-Pete thing. This is not me going against Pete Alonso. I'm trying to figure out the best way forward for the Mets. And I know this. Brandon Nimmo is the leader of that team. And hopefully you can do it with Pete here, but if he can't, and then it's a problem for them. They need to let him be the leader and eventually captain of this team. Cool. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. We'll have a visit from friend of the show tomorrow again, BT. Dice will come in studio, hang out for Dice, a little bit. Dice, he's back. 
back. Always fun to hang out with Dice. Can't Why not? Wait. You want to come back? Oh, we'll have some fun. Talk some Super Bowl with the Dice Man tomorrow. Now, the issue is we get the trade deadline as well at 3 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, so Dice, we just got DeJounte Murray. Take a hype, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Dice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, you know remember her? Hold yeah. on. You know what people have been telling me? Do you yeah. think he would do this? So, people are tweeting me that he's coming back to get revenge on me for the face drop comment. Are you going to apologize to him? No. You're not even going to bring it up? We have to bring it up again. You could bring it up. You don't want to bring it up? Man, I don't feel the need to. I don't think I did anything wrong. I just thought I was witty and hysterical. You realize a part of me, a part of me died when you said that. I told I mean, you I was sitting here listen, like, oh. I mean, come on, the guy's done it for a living, man. He's offended every walk of life. I, I can't, I can't volley back at him. I, I mean, jeez, how soft is he? He's not. Yeah. That's why he took I, it, and that's why he likes it. I don't think that that has anything to do with it. Me neither. Yeah, I think he's going to bury me. He, he's going to eviscerate me like a three-minute rant. Oh, I'd love to see it. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see it. No, I think he genuinely had fun. Yeah, yeah, he did. He he's, did. he's got the show to promote next week. The uh, the Carnegie Hall, it's a big deal have for him. Have you been to Carnegie Hall? I have never been. Beautiful venue. You've been there for I a I have show? been. What are you watching there? It was like an opera, a family, uh, yeah, some substance. Was something, the opera? Something, no, trust you me, I, got, I, I was kicking say. and screaming, dude. I got <laughs> dragged there. But uh, maybe a little too classy for uh, for you. Yeah, I, come on, dude. <laughs> for me, for us. I, mean, I hear you. I, hear I, you. I know one thing about us. We don't belong in no opera. No, we, Carnegie Hall. We need the dice man to dumb down Carnegie Hall a little bit. That Which will show I think up. is part of the appeal, right? For him, <laughs> yes. especially, like it's Andrew Dice Clay at Carnegie Hall. He, as he said with us, they wouldn't they'd kick him off the street if he walked past. What it. kind of seats do you think they're going to give us? I, like, I really don't good? know. I don't know. We, I mean, we, we get to hang out, out behind the stage, and we get to now hang out probably, in the dressing room. And now stuff? you're pushing it. Now Why? You, now, come on. All right. I, I don't even think the audience cares as much. But yeah. if anyway. if he if he's going to use us to come back in and, and <laughs> chop it up, then we're going to yeah. use him. Uh, we'll see. We'll have some fun with him tomorrow. Yes. And of course, we'll get into the Super Bowl next two days. I'm looking forward to. It. We've been holding out here. Yep. Did a little Knicks Monday. Did a little Yankees yesterday. Did some Mets today. And we'll dive deep into the football coming up the next couple of days. Limo driver Ed is calling from Pennsylvania. What's up, limo driver Ed? <laughs> Hey, guys, long time listener, first time call. How you guys doing today? Thank you. How are you, Ed? What's up, Ed? Uh, all righty, guys. Now, listen, I-, I love Pete, but you know what, man? Like Just like Michael and a lot of other quarterbacks and people who that was good and great, they all leave the team. Uh, as far as with the Mets, I don't need Pete. See, Pete, he's, he's not a polar bear. You know what I'm saying? He's a teddy bear. You <laughs> understand? Big old dude, strong, strong. Yeah. But when you go to talk to him, he's tall. All right? So, listen, the, I don't, as a man, my parents are my leaders, all right? If I'm in the locker room, I put my headsets on, that gets me up. I don't need a guy to be screaming, all right? So, I don't, I don't, I, whenever I talk about a leader, I don't need this man next to me to be a leader. I get paid by the organization. I got to do my job. You do your job, I do my job, we win. Um, but, you know, I, that's the way I look at things. You know what I'm saying? So, Eddie, Eddie, can I, Eddie, Eddie, one second. Can I present something a little different to you? Okay, I, I hear you, and I think we're, we're we're kind of wired similarly. I, I could speak for Sal. I, I get it. I get it. You shouldn't need that that motivation coming from somewhere else if you were raised. I think the way many of us were raised. But right. there's different forms of leadership. I don't mean necessarily banging a stool and let's go. And, right. You know, I, I'll take Boomer. Right. I'll t- I'm going to take Boomer. Right. So I look at Boomer. I truly mean this as as our captain here at the fan. Like the unspoken captain. I agree. And anytime something comes up, and me and Sal have been in some situations where we've been in 
uh, whether it's hot, not with management, but there's been stories, there's been situations, we've been involved in some stuff in only four months, there's been a couple things, and everybody at the station has had our back, okay? Most notably management, which is what really matters, but Boomer and, and Geo as well, for sure. When those guys, you know, kind of set the, the tone of, hey, these guys have been on the air together four months, and, and Tierney's only been at the station two years, and Sal's been here, and he was mm-hmm. fired back in the day. Like, they are showing support for us, which kind of creates a messaging, I think, within WFN listenership to some extent. So that is a different form of leadership, and, and we appreciate that. So you do need leadership. It just it, it, it just might not be the same kind. All right, but then, like I said, is he's not a leader. So I'm not going to look him at and, and think he is one. And, and like I said, is the way he talks or whatever he does, he just, listen, he doesn't. The Mets have one with him. Okay, he's not a clutch hitter. You know, I wish he was, but he's not. When guys are on base, he strikes out a lot. He's not. I need an all-around clutch hitter. Mm-hmm. And right now, paying this kind of money for him, I understand, man. Oh, everybody's going to be like, listen, bro, no. It's time for him to go. Let's see what we can get for him. Let's get Soto. If he's on the free agent market next week, if he does take something with the Yankees, you know what? Let's get him in here. Let's get somebody young. Let's start this right. You know, I, I, we, we can't keep on with this. Great great call, limo driver, Ed. And cool. there's, a, there's a lot there. The leadership aspect, you're right, Pete isn't it. That's not our opinion. That is based on what we're watching, and he is not taken on that role. And I don't think the players inside the clubhouse look at him as a leader. And that's not a knock. Mike Piazza wasn't a leader. Carlos Beltran, who may have been their best player, he wasn't the leader of those teams. Mm-hmm. So it can... Who was? Just out of recollection. I, I, well, I mean, Wright turned out to be the captain of yeah, those teams. Yeah, before David Wright, though. Like, um, he was young still. Well, Johnny Franco yeah, was the captain true. of that's that true. team. That's true. But Johnny Piazza Franco. was never the leader. So that's fine. The difference is Piazza didn't want to be the leader or didn't think he was the leader. Pete does want to be the leader and the captain and thinks he is the leader and the captain, but he's not. That's the difference. And by the way, I'm not knocking Pete, and I'm not even going to knock his performance like Limo Driver Ed just did saying he's not clutch and all that stuff. I think there's great value in Pete's consistent performance and the fact that Pete plays every single day and the fact that he's thrived in New York. The knock to me would be the immaturity as a team. And whether it's McNeil slamming his helmet because he grounds out and he's worried about his batting average. O'Neal did it all the time. It worked. It, it didn't matter because the Yankees won. Keep going. Whether it's Pete being frustrated with himself and, oh, we didn't get it done or I didn't get it done. Like, I almost think they're too hard on themselves. Oh. And I think that that's – Buck talked about it yesterday, but I think that that's – honestly, that's part of the immaturity that's that I'm talking baseball, about. That's baseball, dude. No, it's no, no. It's called no, being no. a pro athlete. No. Deal with no. the pressure. Yeah, well, they put too much pressure on themselves. But Come they on. do it right. They beat themselves up. Like, because they're not good. Like, they should. Yeah, they well, stunk last year. Were they beating themselves up the previous year when they won the second most games in Mets history? No. But, but, Let's not lean on that as an excuse. They didn't, there's, they, a, go ahead. there's a way to do it. Well, like, there, there's not but a O'Neal did it. Yeah, but he didn't he do it. He would smash coolers. Yeah. He would smash bats. He would punch. Yes, he did. He did it. In Fire a, his helmet. I, I Not that I love that, but he did it in a different way, I feel like. Also, it wasn't, you know, it was isolated. That was his personality. It's It feels different with these guys. Well, I think the okay, fair enough. I mean, we, we oh, the Braves doing a little bit. Is Austin Riley doing that? I mean, I, I'm not watching the Braves every single day, but there just seems to be, I know the town level. Yep, yep. There seems to be a maturity level. With the Dodgers, a professional, mature level with the other successful teams. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's just not there with the Mets. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, listen, there's a lot wrong with this team. Yeah, That's kind of the point. I think that, you know, 
Ah, man, this is a complex one. It's just a complex. There's so many angles to this Pete Alonzo stuff. All right, but I want to go back to something Sal said before. Because, uh, what's the name? Ed, it was a long. Ed, Ed the limo Ed, driver. Ed, Ed the limo driver. Good call, Ed. Or limo driver, Ed. Either way. I think he called me and Teague. I remember that. It's yeah. somewhere along the line. But it's been a while. So, thanks for calling me and Sal. So, he said he's not clutch. You kind of refute that a little bit. And, and I'm trying to look for clutch stats. I don't think he's particularly clutch. But I want to be able to quantify. He's hit some big actually, home runs. I know he has. But I want to see the OPS. I want to actually see metrics. over. And I'm looking for it. Over a three-year span. You know, seventh inning on. Couple of runs or less. The clutch stats. I'll get the number for you in a minute. I'll, I'll actually see if he's clutch. I feel like he's not. You feel like he is. But when I asked you about an hour or so ago. Down in Atlanta, late September, must-win game, down a run, Diaz getting loose of the pen, all right? You know it's lockdown mode. I said, who do you want up there? Yeah, I know. They don't have that clear You didn't say Pete. Yeah. So how clutch is he? Well, I mean, it it depends on the situation. I wouldn't— Well, the situation is he would hit. He would be one of the guys. (laughs) You get a hit, you win, you you don't, you lose. That's the situation. He would be one of the guys. I don't know if he would be my first choice. That's a problem. I think Lindor has shown a clutch gene. I know Mets fans are going to disagree with that, but I feel like he has, and he's been up in some big spots and failed, I know, especially the first year that he's here. But I feel like he could be that guy. N- n- nobody has taken that step yet. And Nimmo's going to give you a competitive at-bat. McNeil can go foul line to foul line and not strike out, especially if he's locked in. You could make the case Pete might be fourth. Dave is calling from Long Island City. What's up, Dave? Hey, how are you? How are you, Dave? Uh, what, doing good. Just wanted to talk about the whole uh, Alonzo and clubhouse thing and captain mm-hmm. um basically you know it's it's not i don't think it's one guy you know um and and you want to get rid of production without replacing it you know when we got rid of Kana and escobar that was a big hit and it was you know just like with when you were talking about the yankees you guys couldn't agree on a captain of the team or who was well we know who the captain was but the leader of the team or who was vocal and without you know, if you want to get rid of Alonzo, you know, just replace him with some production. Who, who do you have in mind? Well, it's a bigger picture like you're talking about. Well, but that's a way you build the team out. Well, I mean, Soto's a name. Start with yeah, that. Yeah, we, we went with Juan Soto next year. Also, you're trading you know, Alonzo for obviously pieces. Let's put it this way, Dave, and thank you for the call. And again, this is a different argument here. BT has said this for a while. I said I would not trade him. For based on you know the his position or his body type or power, whatever all the reasons you were saying, BT, the way to build out a team. However, I could see that side of things. If you were to do that, let's say you trade Pete for a top young starter, which is what the Mets need. That's how does that not make your team better? I yeah. think that's the smart move. And then go buy power pitching. somewhere else. You need pitching. Anyway, the, the point is you're looking at it like, oh, how do you replace that production? And it's a lot of production. I get it. You're not going to get a guy. That's going to hit as many home runs as consistently as Pete Alonso. However, you can find other consistent performance. But that's not the conversation to me about his production or not. Because the, it should be a no-brainer that the Mets can survive losing Pete Alonso, just like all the other teams we reference. Yeah. Losing, Bryce Harper, Nationals win the World Series. Yeah. I mean, the year after, losing great players. And Soto is going to be out there next year. Mm-hmm. Free agency, assuming he doesn't sign on with the Yankees here. Point is about, to me, the core and the chemistry and that clubhouse and even if Pete stays, that's fine. He's got to acknowledge that Nimmo is the leader of this team. The Mets will be better with Nimmo being acknowledged as the leader and the captain. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back, have more of your calls on the other side. 
as well. I've called it today coming up at 1.20. It's been a Mets day here. We'll do some football coming up the next couple of days. I did mention a little Rangers, too, with Jonathan Quick getting the nod over Shesterkin for the second straight day out of the All-Star break. That is something there. We did touch on the Knicks and their win last night, but mostly Mets. BT and Sal on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 